Today, from our news team, Gearbox Studio Showcase, Devolver Digital Presentation, and... Oh, what was the last one? <laughs> GamesBeat E3 2021. This is the Culture Jack News Desk. This is the Culture Jack News Desk, your source for stolen information, hot takes, and your weekly news. And apparently, E3 2021 coverage. I'm your host, Archimedes Abigail. Now, before we get into the show, uh, and this show is, again, this is our continued E3 2021 coverage. Both uh, myself, Dustin, and Anthony have been working on recapping the shows, the products, and the games that have been showcased during this event. Uh, I'm very surprised that I'm coming back a second week to do more about E3, but we're probably going to be continuing this kind of coverage at least through the middle of next week, I'm going to assume, or I'm going to guess. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We're so happy to ha have you. And if we miss a game or a show or a product that you were interested in hearing us talk about, please get a hold of us. We've got social media on Facebook and Twitter at CultureJacked. You can also send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Uh, but other than that, welcome to the show. And if you make it through to the end of this show or you go back and check out one of our other episodes on one of the other showcases of E3 2021 or any of the other, other shows that we do, be it our original shows or our news shows or special coverages like this or recaps of television shows or movies that we're watching. If you did enjoy it, consider leaving us a review at the end uh, of your of your listening experience. But with all that being said, let's take a look at the Gearbox Showcase. All right, so... Before I start in on the Gearbox showcase uh, or the Gearbox presentation, every year Devolver Digital does a pre-recorded tongue-in-cheek show. Now, if I were to, sight unseen, recommend any showcase, any presentation to actually watch besides just listening to our recaps, well, before I say that, listening to our recaps provide you with a more expedient, a more succinct, a more concise recap of watching instead of a four hour show, perhaps listening to while you clean the house, do do your dishes or are out on the on the street fighting crime. I don't know what you do and listening to it for 20, 30 minutes in your ear. Uh, but every year, Devolver Digital has this very high production value, very funny uh, video or presentation that actually pokes fun at the gaming industry as a whole. Now this year, Gearbox tried to do that with a, uh, a VHS training video. So they used some kind of old school filter on the video and talked about the things that you'd learn at Gearbox University, whether it's, you know, writing, engineering, uh, warehouse technologies, uh, comedy, it didn't work well. It was not a well done presentation or a good theme for them to take on, especially with how with how little they had to actually show at their showcase. So basically, it started out with the founder of Gearbox, 
I guess he's uh, the production manager on games like Borderlands. Walking around the set of the Borderlands movie that is filming right now. And he talked to the director, Eli Roth. He talked to uh, some actors, Edgar Ramirez and Kevin Hart. But basically, he showed us nothing. We saw one prop gun. So it wasn't like some great behind-the-scenes stuff for Gearbox or for uh, Borderlands at all. It was just... and this is, a, this is a problem that I have with some of these shows. And we talked about it in previous podcasts. But in most cases, it's not the people that know the game the best. The, the people that are most passionate about the game that get to come out and talk about the game. In many cases, it's the guy in charge. The guy that is paying the bills. The guy that sees this game as little more than a, you know, another investment that he has. And so you don't get a real genuine experience with a person like that. All you get is lip service from someone who frankly doesn't know what they're talking about and frankly doesn't know what we are interested in seeing. Because what we're interested in seeing, especially at an event like this, especially after (laughs) you and your team have covered nine other showcases and presentations and you're on your last leg and you're pulling your hair out and you're gnashing your teeth. We want to see games, we want to see gameplay, and we want to see good cinematic trailers. But this showed us showed us nothing of the movie and very little of the games with the rest of it. Uh, basically, it was three or four games. Homeworld 3, which is a, a space battle game that's now in production. Apparently, it has a long history within the video game industry. They gave us another ad for Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Now, even something like this, like this is a Gearbox game. Yes, it was showcased in the IGN Expo, and it was talked about during Day of the Devs or some other damn place. I can't remember. But if they were to show us some gameplay, show us some additional cinematics for the game, like, yeah, that'd be cool. But they had nothing to add to it. Nothing, at least for an event event like this. Again, another ad for Tribes of Midgard, which is coming out July 27th, but it looks like it's going to be a PlayStation and Steam exclusive. And actually, after seeing this game again, it does look like a pretty interesting game. You've got the base building aspects, and it it feels like one that, you know, if you just kind of wanted to zone out and play, this would be kind of a game for that. Talked a little bit more about Godfall on PlayStation 4. I believe Godfall is out already, but it's a PlayStation exclusive game. So what do I know about that? Being the Xbox boy that I am, uh, you get a free upgrade to PlayStation 5 if you have the original Godfall on PlayStation 4. They talked a little bit about the Fire and Darkness expansion. Talked a little bit about the matchmaking beta. And they're introducing 50 over 50 skins to the game. I, the CEO guy had a quick little interview with Kevin Hart. He was very awkward. Kevin Hart is very short, but Kevin Hart is also very funny. So that was kind of a highlight of the showcase, but he came out of his, his trailer in a jacket. And I don't know the kind of training that Kevin Hart has done for this role. And I haven't seen him in, you know, paparazzi pictures popping up on the internet, but he looks jacked, dude. Like he was filling out this coat. As he was talking to this dude. But that was it. Four games, maybe. And games that we have already seen. 
And I've seen this opinion represented elsewhere in gaming media, but if you don't have anything to show or anything else, just move the information that you have into another showcase or make a tweet about it. Don't get us all hyped up about a showcase that you're not going to show anything. It, my father told me a story about a boy who cried wolf. And he went into the town one day and he told the townspeople, there's a wolf coming. Hide, hide, run. The towns, townsfolk gathered and they, they gathered their pitchforks. And the boy said, haha, it was only, only but a joke. Upon the boy's continued insistence that a wolf was coming to the town, the townsfolk stopped believing the boy. And the boy eventually became marked as a liar. Until one day, a wolf did come to the town. And the boy cried, a wolf is coming, a wolf is coming. No one believed him. And the boy was ate up. <laughs> this has been cultured, cultured Jack Grimm fairy tales. Ah, don't be the boy that cried wolf, Gearbox. We want to be excited about your showcase. We want to see what new things you have to offer. But if... The only thing you do for a hour-long presentation is tell us that you have 50 new skins for an exclusive PlayStation game. Well, it wasn't really worth it then. Uh, but that's it for Gearbox news. Uh, moving on to the Devolver Digital Showcase. And like I said, this is always a fun showcase. Uh, last year, <laughs> they talked about... The Futures, Futures, Future, wherein they had planned to sell the consumer games that they had not even uh, created yet. Or they had no intention of creating, but only to build up the hype around the game and then sell that as a drug to the consumer. As the CEO indicated in the, in the trailer, in last year's presentation, uh, she was taking some kind of supplement, and I assume it was hype. Uh, this year, it's, it was all about uh, a reset. And so in years previous, they led up to this. The CEO was being butchered and there was these large, gory events. And this, it turns out all of that was just a pitch that someone was making to the real executives at Devolver Di Digital. And they were looking for new ideas. And this year, they decided they were going to make Devolver Max Pass Plus subscription as a service. And so they were going to allow the consumer to buy a subscription to a completely free service that would allow them to buy games. <laughs> I mean, it's also, it's also bizarre. There was a quick uh, clip from shadow warrior, which I believe is already out. It's a ninja doom looking game. So it's very fast paced. It's very intense. It even has quick time events in the battle system like doom does. You know, you get an enemy down to a certain amount of health and then you can rip their heart out or rip their leg off or saw them in half. But this also looked like you could take weaponry off of some of the bigger enemies. It also looked like when you took some of the pieces off the enemies, you use those pieces to solve uh, puzzles. Uh, let's see. They also... <laughs> so, NFTs. If you've been paying attention to the podcast, Anthony did a great couple episodes on cryptocurrencies, blockchain, NFT, non-fungible tokens. 
but the Devolver Digital, they decided they were going to get into NFTs. And so they made a, a VHS tape of the whole presentation, of the whole showcase, and they called it a non-fuckwithable tape. So it was an NFT of their own. And I guess they actually made this tape and they sold it on their website. They sold it for $1,000 and it was sold before the showcase even kicked off. Uh, all the proceeds were donated to Scratch Foundation, which I'd never heard of before, but that is a foundation or an organization that gives free coding lessons for kids. Uh, there were also a lot of chili dogs featured in this in this showcase. And it was funny because every time they introduce a new game in any of these showcases, they say it is a uh, Xbox exclusive or it is a PlayStation exclusive or a premiere or something along those lines. So what Devolver Digital did before they announced their games, they said they were Devolver Max Pass Plus Premium Purchases. And so the first one was Trek to Yomi. It looked a little bit like Ghost of Tsushima in its art style, but it is a samurai game in black and white. Uh, it's a side-scroller, and it's coming sometime next year. We got another trailer, yet another another trailer for Phantom Abyss, which is uh, the best trailer that we've seen so far. It was that randomly generated kind of Indiana Jones temple, temple game. Uh, where, you know, you can win a temple that's then taken off the docket for the rest of the players. Then there was a trailer for Wizard with a Gun. Wizard Gun Battle. It had an awesome cinematic to start off with. It was, like, very cartoony. And this Wizards in a Cage think... What was the, what was the character's name in Willow? Played by Vel Kilmer. He was in the cage... Mad Mardigan, I think was his name. So think Mad Mardigan in the cage, but it's a wizard where you, his hat and his collar meet. You can only see his eyes, um, dark, black, nothingness, just eyeballs. And then there was another wizard who, outside of the cage, was pointing a rifle at him. And then a, a bunch of other cinematic things happened. But basically, it's like a four-player co-op, I believe. Maybe two-player co-op. It had a very cool animated opening, like I said. You've got to look this one up. Just trust me. It's it's stylized like Don't Starve, and it's got tile mechanics wherein you've got a area of effect weapons. You've got straight line weapons. Looks like there may be some crafting elements, some tower defense elements, maybe some RPG elements. It's coming out in 2022 on the Switch and on PC. Now, I was wondering, because like a lot of these games... Uh, come out on PC, but they some of them only come out on Steam or only come out on Epic. So I guess by saying PC, that that would mean both of them. And it's interesting because I'm very used to dividing up the consoles and be like, this is coming out on Microsoft or this is coming out on PlayStation or Nintendo Switch. So I have to just wrap my head around the idea that it's coming out on Xbox. It's coming out on Switch. It's coming out on PlayStation. It's also coming out on Epic uh, but it's not coming out on Steam. Or would they just say PC? Or to make your game look more multi-platform than it is, even if it was coming out on PC, on both Epic and Steam, would you not just say Epic and Steam as well? Just to make, make your splash card for the game look a little bit more epic. That was not a tacit endorsement <laughs> of Epic. I don't know anything about PC or, or, or online games like that. Uh, we got a better trailer for Death's Door. 
It was the Crow platformer that we saw on Day of the Devs, but that's coming out July 20th, if I didn't tell you before, or if Dustin didn't tell you before. A game called Inscription. Now, this one looked really neat, really interesting. It started with, you're in a cabin, and there's a board game, and you move this piece along this black and white board game. It's very, uh, what was the what was the roguelike dungeon game? Darkest Dungeon. It had the, the same aesthetic as like a Darkest Dungeon, um, but you'd move this character on a board, and then you also would play cards, and you could upgrade cards, and it looked like there were also puzzle elements in the room as you went to go solve a lock on a cabinet of some kind. And then parts of the room came came alive, like there was this deer figurine that turned around and changed color and changed the whole ambiance of the room. It's very interesting. I, I am very interested in it. I'd like to see what happens, but it uh, comes out in 2021. Then there was this weird commercial. This guy was sitting on a toilet. He was like a cartoon. said, hey, are you playing Tumble Time? The guy's like, why are you in my house? Why are you looking at me on this toilet? But I guess there's characters you can buy or upgrade and get equipment for, perhaps. But other than that, it didn't show. I don't even know if it's an app or if it's a game of some kind. It's supposed to be out this year. Uh, Maybe it's a fake game. And then there was another one that I thought might be a fake game, but most likely not. Looks like a, a bullet hell game, but it's very old school looking as well. <laughs> There's this cowboy that goes, that demon kissed my wife. And then it goes into kind of a top down bullet hell situation. It's called Demon Throttle. And that was the that was the end of the Devolver Digital Showcase. All right, moving on to Games Beat Decides. I I wasn't really sure what this trailer was. I mean, very quickly did I realize what it was, and it was not something filled with game announcements and trailers and reveals. It was it was kind of a nostalgia event. A couple guys, Jeff Grubb, who I've mentioned his rumors that he's many of them he's gotten right. Uh, on the podcast before, but Jeff Grubb was one of the characters. I don't know who the other guy was, but they were talking about big E3 events from the past. One of them that they talked about was the Final Fantasy VII remake announcement. People were very hyped up for that. Another one was Mega Man being added to Smash Brothers. And at that point in time, when he was added, it was a pretty big thing because apparently not a lot of third-party characters had been added had had been added yet to the game oh shit what was that capcom nintendo the nintendo showcase on tuesday kazuya uh heihachi kazuma what is heihachi's name anyway kazuya from the Tekken franchise is being added to Smash Brothers. I was so excited when I saw that. And it said Smash Brothers by Tekken, so maybe it's more than Kazuya, because I think Heihachi was in the trailer. He might maybe an alternate skin for it. Anyway, we'll talk about the Nintendo Showcase in another episode. Uh, they talked about the Breath of the Wild game trailer, the second Breath of the Wild game trailer, because the first one was just 
it was Link sitting on top of his horse, looking out over a field, and then he rode down the hill and he was chased by one of the guardians, and then he 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 dove off the horse and he shot an ancient arrow at the guardian, and then it was exploded, and then that was it for like a year or two years. But the Breath of the Wild game trailer, they said it was a reinvention of the Zelda franchise, and in my personal opinion the best Zelda game. I know Zelda 2 fans are going to come after me for that, but I will stand by that to the, this day. It is such a good game. And speaking of, I know uh, our good friend Anthony listens to each one of these podcasts. So Anthony, if you are listening, I don't know. I know you've gotten a Switch only very recently. If you have not already, you need to get Zelda Breath of the Wild because it is so good. It is such a good game, and we would love to. Now, both Dustin and myself and everyone listening here at Culture Jack would love to hear what you think about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, they also talked about the Halo 2 announcement trailer. Was a was a big moment for E3. They talked about the Keanu Reeves uh, <laughs> the Cyberpunk 2077. No, you're... What did he say? You're stunning. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're remarkable. I don't remember what he said. It was something very complimentary after someone said something very complimentary to him. And we all know how Cyberpunk 2077 went. Uh, have they come out with the next gen version of that yet? I think that's when that's when we're going to get back into the game, Dustin, Anthony, and myself. Uh, then they had the Metal Gear Solid trailer showcased as one of the big highlight events from E3's past. And the first big E3 moment that they said was the announcement for the PlayStation. And this was bizarre because just hearing these two guys talk about it, the PlayStation has been such a force within the gaming world. Of course, PlayStation 2 is the largest selling video game console of all time. But to think there was a time where Sony was not even making games they were making VCRs and DVD players and the like. And so the the PlayStation, man, just, just it being awkward, not being much information. And they talked also about the war between the PlayStation and the next Sega console and the PlayStation just continuing to undercut Sega's price until Sega couldn't compete anymore in the market. So you have Sony to thank that we do not have the Dreamcast 4.0 on the E3 stage this year as well. Uh, witness, what was I talking about here? Oh, there was like a, in the, in the middle of these old showcases and stuff, it said, witness the birth of a new gaming experience. Showed this robot looking dude wearing headphones. And it, it said it's a binge. Look it up at binge.com coming out in 2022. So I went to the website and it looks like it is a, I don't know, like a streaming website or an app, maybe. It's going to have exclusive content. You, As a viewer of said content, you are going to be able to earn uh, credits of some kind. I wasn't really sure what that was all about. Uh, and it also said there's going to be no subscription fee or it's going to be free. I'm sure there will be a tier that is subscribered, subscribered, <laughs> Subs you, that you can subscribe to. But 
It'll be interesting. So binge.com coming out in 2022, witness the birth of a new gaming experience. We'll have to see what that is. Maybe as more information comes out, maybe I'll dig a little bit deeper into the site. But right now, the roadmap only has E3 2021 announcement. And then two other things on their, their 2021 roadmap that have nothing on them. They're both locked. So I can't see what even the next steps are for this product, whatever it is. And then uh, the, the last bit of GamesBeat had developer interviews and insiders and... You know, that was really it for this showcase. I wouldn't even call it a showcase, really. But moreover, just kind of an ad for E3. And, but that, that, <laughs> the game's beat decides ends our E3 2021 Saturday coverage. Just kidding. We got a lot more coming to you on this E3 2021 front. But if you enjoyed this episode like I asked you to at the beginning, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. It would mean a great deal to all three of us here. Get a hold of us at Facebook or Twitter at Culture Jack or leave us an email, culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. And thank you so much once again for joining us here on the Culture Jack News Desk. And that, my friends, is the news. <laughs>